my purpose is to lead with love. My mission is to lead a big life that's focused on balancing passion and pur purpose with the people I love. So really, my posse. Passion is what, for me, it's what fuels me, what excites me, what um, gets me up. Purpose is using that passion and being very intentional. Welcome to the... <laughs> no, 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 I can't do that. Let's try another one. Uh, how about this? <laughs> no, no, that won't work either. Let's try this. get on board with that. Let's roll with it. Welcome to the Begin the Begin podcast. My name is Jeff Hillemeyer, and I'm on a mission to find out what makes people tick. Not just anyone, people who are making a profound impact on the world. I want to dig into their origin story and get to the root of why and how they do what they do. I hope you are as inspired coming out of these conversations as I am. Let's get into it. Joanne Harold has been a friend of mine for, gosh, almost 20 years, starting way back when we first started working together when she was at Honey Baked Ham and I had a little company called Spun Logic. We found ways to work together throughout the years, and I even convinced her to be on the board of 48 and 48. Joanne is one of the few people I know that talks about personal purpose at least as much as I do. We dive deep into that on this episode, including her tips for staying focused and healthy during COVID. Let's get into it. All right. I am joined today by one of my favorite business friends, which are, which are friends, but we, we met each other through business. Um, Joanne Harold, will you tell everybody who you are and what you do? So, hey, Jeff, it's awesome to see you. You're more than a business friend. You're a personal friend also, but I'm Joanne Harold. I'm the chief marketing officer for Honey Baked Ham. And um, gosh, it's, it's funny. We actually first met when you were at Honey Baked Ham. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Then, yeah. Well, you just quickly tell, sort of tell that like you were at Honey Baked and then now you're back. Could you tell that story yeah. real quick? So I was with Honey Baked for 16 years. Loved it. Loved the brand. Loved the company. Loved the uh, mission and values of the company. But I did leave and I did go on to work for Arby's restaurant group as, um, their VP of brand and then communications and then was the chief marketing officer for interface, uh, but really missed the brand and got the opportunity to be recruited back. So happy to be back as a boomerang with the honey baked ham fam. So yeah. this is my second go around. Yeah. And 16 years was a, was a good long time. Not many people have a 16 year company relationship and now to be back, it must be pretty, pretty special. It's awesome. It's awesome. And um, I'm sure you remember the first go around, you helped us develop our first ever website and e-com site. Crazy. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, Honey Baked has a, a special place in my heart because 
Spawnlogic, Engage, and Dragon Army all have worked with Honey Baked. And, you know, of course, all my family always loved that. All, all my extended family, it was like, but I've told you this story that Honey Baked was the first, um, I'll just call it like real company, like a company that people knew that took a chance on Spawnlogic. We were young, we had done lots of little websites for little brands that no one's ever heard of. And then suddenly we got an opportunity with you, and it was like, it, I mean, it, it gave us confidence. It gave, you know, people who wanted to potentially work with us confidence. So it was a big game changer for me. Yeah. Well, it's funny how the world goes round and round. And then we got to work together again. And, and you guys helped us so much, Dragon Army, with upgrading our site and bringing them all together. And say it's been awesome to work with you for over 20 years. Yeah, no kidding. And then I've got you on the 48 and 48 board. So I get to hang out with you there. Love which it. Is fun, which is fun. Um, do me a favor. Go back though. Where, remind me where you grew up. So I grew up in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, which is near Biloxi, in between New Orleans and Mobile, Alabama. Okay. You, your whole childhood was there? Correct. Yes. Okay. And you are, you have siblings? I do. Um, my parents actually grew up in Gulfport, Mississippi, and my um, brother and sister and entire family still live in Ocean Springs. It's a just beautiful, beautiful place. Oh, wow. You get there, you get back often? As much as I can. You think one day you'll end up there or, or is... Oh, gosh, I would love to if nothing else, have a second home there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you, uh, where do you fit in the lineup of your brother and sister age-wise? Uh, that would be an easy answer. The, the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's, it's so funny to me because I, because I like to chat with people on the podcast that are both my friends, but also that, you know, I think have done impressive things that, and, and sort of are, uh, achieving things. And so many are first children. I actually um, spoke with our, our good friend, Julie Bowerman, uh, earlier today on a similar uh, podcast recording, and she's oldest. And I was like, of course, I'm not surprised you're both oldest child. <laughs> well, and you know, Julie's one of my BFFs. Yeah, no, no doubt. And, and you guys are quite a pair. Um, of course, that's not good advice for everybody. Try to be the oldest child, but it is, <laughs> this, it is something that I find. <laughs> um, okay, so um, the thing that I always uh, loved about you is your positivity and your, your upbeat nature. And when a challenge comes, I've seen you take it and say, okay, you know, uh, I'm going to I'm going to look at the bright side of this. And I'm going to make the most of it. And over the years, what I've really started to um, hear you talk more and more about is purpose. And as somebody who's, you know, very passionate about that, and I, and I try to, when I can, help people think through potentially what their purpose is, um, you're somebody that has developed that over time, and it's, it's really well thought out. So how about starting by sharing what your purpose is and how you think about that? First, I, it's, um, I've done it for so many brands, and it, and actually you encouraged me to put it on paper for myself a long time ago, and so um, I did, and it's obviously, the purpose so much is in the work in progress, but the 
initiatives or the goals I work on, I, I honestly work on them every day. But um, my purpose is to lead with love. And the my mission is to lead a big life that's focused on balancing passion and pur purpose with the people I love. So really, my posse. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, it's funny, I got asked this yesterday by somebody, um, how do you define the difference between passion and purpose? Oh, passion is what, for me, it's what fuels me, what excites me, what um, gets me up. Purpose is, is using that passion and being very intentional about um, how I'm going to use that passion. Yeah. And, and I love how you talked about the together, balancing those together. Um, because I think I would argue if you, you know, if you, if you have to understand one, understand your purpose, because I think that's a little bit deeper, but um, the idea of bringing them both to life to lead, to affect others, to, I, I think that's, I think that's really powerful. Um, when did you start to land on, your purpose and, and how did you start that process? Well, I've always been a big Covey mm -hmm. user and loved Covey. And um, actually over time, I really missed the, the written journal. And so about three years ago, I think with your encouragement, started writing it down and I use a full focus planner which is a Michael Hyatt tool and just started using the tool and um, started breaking out almost like a brand would uh, the purpose, mission, values, and then, you know, every day, what are, what are the goals and how am I going to get there? Yeah. Um, have you found that um, I, I can pretty clearly divide my life before purpose and after purpose, uh, at least from a career perspective. Um, and so I, I sort of think I landed on my purpose um, around 2015, uh, my purpose being to have an outsized positive impact on the world. And, you know, I think over the last five to six years, um, I think about, I think about what I've accomplished. I think about the word accomplishment very differently um, than pre that. Um, mm -hmm. because before I felt like I was chasing maybe what others expected of me, um, what the world said a successful leader looked like did, you know, the, the boards, that person, all these things. And now I go back to my purpose often to say, is this helping me? You know, if, if an opportunity comes up, I use that as a lens. Mm -hmm. Do you have a similar sort of pre three, five, however many years ago that you're like, there's things I, maybe decisions I made or paths I went down that I probably wouldn't have, or did you just sort of always have it within you and you finally put it on paper? I think I always had it within me, but I did for a while. I was working a lot and, um, and, and not really balancing the, my purpose. And so I kind of felt my, myself getting fatigued and, um, I'd say the, the pivotal moment for me though was, Leadership Atlanta, and this was 2012 best class mm -hmm. to ever. And second, it, second best. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it totally changed my 
life and was just one of the best experiences I've ever had. And it was just a, a great point of reflection and who am I? And so that combined with um, just sitting down and focusing on what what's important, how do I make an impact on the world? What do I want my legacy to be? How do I want to show up? Um, how can I start to help up and comers up grow? Um, kind of help me shape purpose and um, and how I live today. It's it's so interesting to me that both of us found through Leadership Atlanta. Um, our purpose. Um, and I don't know that they use the word purpose during Leadership Atlanta. Like, I don't think that's, I know it's not an exercise we went through, <laughs> but I think it affected us us both. Um, and it's interesting too, because there's only a couple of things I tell almost anyone who asks for advice, um, on, honestly, on any topic. Um, one of them is like, you know, network and, you know, build your network and, and be authentic in that. But one thing is find your purpose. And another thing is, you know, if it's appropriate, look at Leadership Atlanta. I think, mm-hmm. you know, those are, those are things that like changed my life. Um, who, how did you end up getting into Leadership Atlanta? Who pushed you? Because one of our so, friends pushed me. So, Hala Model Mog, when I worked at Arby's, I told her I was very interested and say so she really encouraged me to do so. Ken Bernhardt. Yeah. Early on did. I tried a couple times and um so um but it was yeah. through Hala and the the interview process that I was fortunate enough to be a part of the class. Did Hala go through? She did. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, that's that yes, Hala's amazing. Um Ken's the one. Ken, it was interesting cuz we were getting close to selling engage. And, um, I actually, it's interesting. I, I had, I, you know, as, as so many do a mentorship meeting, uh, with Ken. And I remember saying, you know, I really think maybe I should get an MBA or something like, I'd love to just continue to develop all my 15 years up to, up to that point. I'd sort of been the leader or one of the leaders. And I just, I'd never worked anywhere. So I was like, I need to some, I need some learning. And he's like, you got to go for leadership Atlanta. He was so clear about it. And at the time I was like, well, if Ken says it, I'll do it. I had no idea (laughs) my whole life would change thereafter. Um, Yeah. So, all right. So talk to me about um, how you lead differently now that you have a, have your purpose or as you continue to develop it. Um, And then I want to get into maybe how you're doing that during COVID just even, you know, personally, but start with like, how do you think having a purpose helps you be a leader? So, I mean, going back to lead with love, it's always with compassion, gratitude, kindness, um, be looking at things from different points of views. Also a diverse point of view is, is very important. I'm very, very focused on mentoring and leaving a long lasting legacy uh, with, with people and also on, on business performance or in the community. So it, it really helps me kind of fine tune 
my leadership, but also, you know, literally on a daily basis, I'll have goals for myself to make sure I'm following back up to the purpose mm-hmm. and that I'm living it every day. And it's not just words on a paper. Um, yeah. You know, what's interesting having worked with you and I think about like, um, leading with compassion, um, building trust, being authentic. One of the things you did that I've never had done before was you brought, you had a, um, a social gathering at your house, pre COVID of course, um, Mm -hmm. with all your agency partners and your team members to just build those relationships, show how you're appreciative and and which, you know, we should be showing you how appreciative, but you were the one that said, come to my home. I'm going to feed you guys. Like we're all going to get to know each other. It was such a great time. And I just was like, man, I've, I've worked with so many brands and never has that been done. Um, and I think, you know, hearing the way that you think about leadership, that that's obvious that you would do that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was, that was something I was so grateful for the team and the collective family Mm -hmm. that it was, it was important that everybody kind of break bread and have a little fun and um, get to know each other and kick her, put her feet up and just connect. It was so great. Um, And it's something that I've taken with to think one day I need to make sure I'm doing that. Uh, We work with partners. I just, I just thought that was, that was fantastic. So six months ago, we entered into COVID and all this, you know, quarantine and uh, the anxiety and the stress that comes with that. Um, how are you, how have you been doing personally with that? Have you changed anything? Are you doing anything to stay um, sort of mentally or physically healthy? Yeah. Yeah. So through it, um, I work out almost every day. I've started taking in the morning tennis lessons super early and have never played tennis. So that's been very humbling, nice. but um I did use the opportunity and I've never had a work from home situation. So it was a big adjustment on not going into the office and seeing people and connecting that way that may make sure that I check in daily with the team and check on people. Not everybody is handling the situation the same way, especially folks who um, don't have a family or, or, by themselves. Uh, we, as a, a honey baked, we had daily check-ins and COVID happened right before our Easter season. So we had to do a lot of adjustments and change our plans on a dime. So we were very connected, but always tried to make it fun. We, those daily uh, scrums I led and so I'd play team music and funny songs and we give each other a hard time. And, um, so, so those are, are ways I, I mean, it's, it's really important though to check in on folks, but also to take breaks and. Yeah. Yeah, I found the checking in on people so important right now because, and maybe we, um, maybe we should have always been checking in more, but I felt like when you're around people a lot, you can kind of sometimes get a sense, oh, this person's having a tough time. Let me see if I can help out. But now it's like, it's really hard to process that and understand. And 
people are having a harder time in general. And so having conversations, have you found that maybe checking in on people more or finding ways to just say, how you doing? It, mm-hmm. it happen it's been effective. Yeah. That has been. And then, you know, and, and even calling people and how are you doing and what's going on. And, and again, people are dealing with the situation differently. Some are, are fine and, but others are, are not so fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a quick, quick follow up on the purpose side of leadership. Um, do you ever, have you ever encouraged your team members to find their purpose? Is that something you've done with them? I have, we haven't done an exercise to do so. I have done, they brought in people from the outside, a values person who was fantastic when I was at Interface that everybody really enjoyed. She actually worked for Honeybake for many, many years. Um, I sh- When people ask, I show them the process. Yeah. yeah. What it, What is your high level? Someone says to you, hey, someone, here's the, they're on the elevator with you and you're going to get off, you know, at 10th floor. So you have a short amount of time. How do you tell someone to start looking at the process of finding their purpose? I'd say uh, give them a simple framework that um, brands use, but really encourage people to sit down. Actually, I just gave this advice to somebody yesterday. I sent over my purpose and um, she's working on hers, told her about the full focus planner and um, talked about it being a daily process that it, it really is just taking, setting aside the time. Yeah. Yep. I think you're right. It's a lot of self-respect, respective sort of thought around you know, what drives you and what change you want to make in the world. Um, well, we, if, if you're open to it, I'd love to put some of those links in the show notes so that people can take a look at at least the, the planner that you use, but any other framework. Yeah, that would be great. Hey, sorry to, um, can you hear this guy? I'm hearing him now, but yeah. that's cool. Cause I just have one final question for you. Okay. Yeah. So, um, have you ever, gotten into an uber that had a disco light yes i have <laughs> <laughs> a little bird told me that happened to you <laughs> hey never miss an opportunity to have fun <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a good way to end this because you you definitely bring fun to your partnerships your friendships um but also to work which i think is also unique the thing that i think is great about you from a leadership perspective is that you're authentic and people see that and oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, you bring your whole self into the role. And some people are guarded with that, but but you do that and and again, I think you're purpose led which as you as you know, that's so important to me that that's one of the, the biggest compliments I can give somebody is that they lead with a purpose and it's a true authentic one and it comes out when people meet you. So, thanks for being who you are. Well, thank you. Thank you for being who you are. Yeah, we're we're in our we're we're, we have each other's fan fan clubs uh, secured. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks again for, for chatting. And um, we'll have to do this again one day. Maybe we'll have Julie on and we'll do a, a, a couple of us on a podcast. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd awesome. be awesome. Thanks, Joanne. Thanks, Jeff. Talk soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. You made it to the end of the podcast. I didn't think people did that anymore. 
Well, since I still have you, I'd love for you to do two things. First, subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. That way you'll be alerted as soon as I post my next one. And second, I'd love for you to subscribe to my email newsletter. I send out an email every week or two, and it's really where I share my more personal thoughts and ideas. Plus, I give stuff away sometimes. You can find the sign up at my blog, jeffhillemeyer.com, and I really do appreciate you listening. <laughs>